thanks for signing up for the Public Beta Podcast. It is Friday, August 20th, 2021. Tonight, the big AEW Rampage, the return of CM Punk to the world of pro wrestling. Your host is speak myself, Leanne Reed. Hi. It, it is palpable. The the tension. There's tension. There's literal thunderstorms outside. It's as we anticipate the return. It, like no joke, this might. I don't want to say this might be because the launch of AEW is a bigger night in general. Sure. Um, but this is very much akin, not to the same level of like whoa, but like Kevin Nash and Scott Hall showing up in WCW. It's it's in the sense that it's yes. completely going to change like. AEW is already a momentum do- shift. Yeah, AEW is already doing vastly well without Punk and Brian Danielson. Yeah, who, like, like let's that, not. That's the thing is they don't face, need, they don't need them. Yeah, is, let's is the yeah. Let, yeah let's face facts is that uh, Daniel Bryan and Punk were the most popular guys in WWE besides Cena for the last 12, ten, 12 yeah ten twelve years ten twelve years easily. Punk, for a lot of people, I'm not saying myself, because there's things I like and dislike about Punk. Sure. Um, but whatever. You don't want people thinking you like CM Punk or anything. No, I'm just yeah. saying, I, I, don't know my, I don't know enough of his work to form an opinion about him, I should sure. say, because I started watching after that. So the fucking Sultan's Islam podcast now. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, but uh, I just know that he, will, like, for a lot of people, he was, like, what made wrestling cool again in some sure. ways. The pipe bomb promo, of course, is very famous. Yes. Um, uh, in general, he has very good body of work, lots of good matches, and he was a big draw in WWE for a long time. So that's going to be huge. Can, so can you imagine WWE now doing something like uh, the pipe bomb promo, where someone comes out, sits on the stage, and criticizes the company? It, they wouldn't all, be able no, to because do it. it's all. If they did, we yeah. all know it's bullshit now, right. especially. Well, it, it was bullshit then. But remember, like the twenty. <laughs> remember, like the twenty seventeen promo where Triple H, Vince, and Steph came out and they're like, "Hey, we've been fucking up." Yeah. You fans Sorry, the show's are, been so bad. Yeah, you you fans yeah. are the authority now. We're gonna give you what you want, and it was like one night of like actual like matches people liked, yeah. and then you're like. All right, Biggie's gonna wrestle fucking <laughs> Apollo Cruz for fifty-two times. Who the now. fuck is Apollo Cruz? <laughs> uh, Apollo. That was, that was the joke, right? Yeah, but yeah, uh, uh, like they've had like I think nineteen matches on Raw in a row now. It's like you guys are you're fucking wondering why people think your product's boring. I don't want to say it's doing bad because they're making lots of money, but lots of people there's a common opinion that their product's boring because you put the same fucking match on every. You week. can release something bad and still make more money than ever before. Yeah. Look at Fortnite. Anyway, <laughs> uh, real talk. I have to MC a wedding tomorrow, so that's that's wow, that's, that's fun. Uh, and I was I was let know that I need to sing at this wedding yesterday. You need uh, to sing. Yes. Well, they're like you need. You, go, you don't show up if you don't sing. No, it's just a request. And I'm just like, well, I have no reason to say you, no. Do you sing on the ring? I, I do, yeah. I do. I do. So it's not a, you know, do, hey, you sing, do it. Is you know. okay. It's I, almost I, like, I act. You wouldn't be like, oh, okay, give me a couple No, yeah, I, I thought it was more of a situation of, of like, you suck at singing and your, your no, best like, friend's like, yo, bro, you guys sing. <laughs> you know, a little more heads up than uh, 36 like, hours. Don't stop. <laughs> yeah. Believe it. Uh... That voice. <laughs> you sound like the bro who's asking you to sing. Uh, so that's that's not weighing heavy on my mind, but it's suddenly like, oh, I, I gotta, uh, I gotta do. We had we had all these plans. I got all these plans to do nothing tonight. Play video games, and perhaps we will do a live commentary of AW Rampage. And by saying that out loud, 
Uh, I'm almost ensuring that that will be the case. Whether we watch it tonight or we watch a recording of it over the weekend, we'll get that out on Sunday. Because uh, Rampage is only an hour long. That's that's perfect. Yeah, that's it's a good amount of content of for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, exactly. I, I shouldn't say that because I when I watch it after it's already come out, I can just skip shit. I don't want sure. Yeah. Which is the majority of actual wrestling matches at this time. Uh, it's just because you you're like it's not a pay per view. I've seen it like because there's lots of really good stuff. No, on yeah, no. Like, I've, I've watched like the actual wrestling match of like of uh, Jungle Express and like Young Bucks. Sure. It's just I haven't been into watching wrestling for so long. You just like the high spots. Yeah. <laughs> like I want to keep in line with the storylines at the moment, just going into all out. So I'm sure, kind of just want. You know what? Most of the time, I just need something to put on the background. How about that? Yeah. You know what's crazy? SummerSlam is tomorrow. Oh, who Did gives you? a fuck? Did you know that? <laughs> crazy, right? Anyway, enough about wrestling. Bo- uh, boyfriend Dungeon. Yeah, let's talk about Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> Reed, what do you want to know about Boyfriend Dungeon? I think it's more fun if if you ask questions. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't like <laughs> indie games really. No. So. But really? I just I just know you're talking to me about a bunch of people getting all upset that like you were like talking away from the microphone there for a second. Yeah, sorry. Are you, yeah, yeah. So there's, some people getting all upset about there, there's something. some like non-controversy regarding this game. Let's just talk about the game in general to start off. So Boyfriend Dungeon is out, uh, long in development. It's out on like Switch, Xbox. It's on Game Pass. I think it's on PlayStation and PC as well. It is a dungeon crawler dating sim uh, in this universe of Boyfriend Dungeon. People can turn into weapons. Like yeah. sentient talking swords, sure. uh, not like the the White Ranger sword and Power Rangers. They don't have like moving mouths and stuff. They just like it's a, you're a tall war now, or you're a, you know yeah yeah. Uh, so that soul that's, eater for anybody so, who watches anime. Uh, sure, I've never. Uh, so uh, you play a character who has moved to this town of I believe it's called Verona Beach, and you learn about this. Is not like a widespread thing. This is like something the hipsters are doing. This is like a cool new like thing. only the cool kids yeah. turn into weapons and not well exactly because not everyone can turn into a weapon. It's like something. It's like uh, rolling your tongue or something like that. It's just oh, something it's, you either can do or you can't. So it's anime bullshit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not like you have an awakening in you and then you can become a weapon. Yeah, it's just an like emotional peak. Yeah, and it comes out. I needed to defend myself and I transformed into a snowboarder. My friends. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that. Uh, people who wield the weapons are called wielders. Uh, so you can transform into a sword. I pick you up and we go like fuck around. In yeah, you're, you have to be compatible uh, in your wavelength. Not necessarily. Uh, it seems like the wielder's power can grow just by using different weapons and they just get more talented. It's not really said if there's like a magical thing behind this or just your character is getting more proficient. Oh, I thought they would have done like, you know, in my point Like mind, a synergy. Yeah, in my yeah. mind you're saying this is a dating sim so you would find a sword well, that you won't have sex with. Yeah. And then, <laughs> if you, you have would, to have sex with a sword, yeah, and what then, end? Yeah. And then you would like like grow your relationship with it and thus your power with the weapon. So that's history. literally what happens, but there's no storyline justification for it. So as you level up your, just like Persona, you have 10 levels. As you level up your uh, relationship with someone, you get a new special ability, basically. So like, if one character does, uh, inflicts bleed, well, the next level could be, oh, bleed lasts longer, or uh, you have two options between two different perks and you can switch those at any time at the gym. Uh, so you have like kind of an overworld map. Uh, you have a cousin who's trying to set you up on dates. You are some kind of weird, loveless... Uh, something <laughs> that's just like bad at uh, your anxiety ridden and like not used to talking oh to so everybody playing the game exactly <laughs> exactly uh, it's set in the not too distant future where everyone is bisexual uh, it's a very queer forward game in that anyone can fuck anyone in the no time. no you know what I think this is becoming just a new trend in video games where before they would be like like Kotar 2 or Mass Effect for example sure They're like 
Like, not only are you going to be locked out of certain romances depending on the gender that you pick because sexualities change, but you're also going to be locked out of certain content. Sure. For example, this has been changed in Baldur's Gate 3. Okay. Every character is bisexual. And yeah. it's not... And have no spine, according right, to that but, you sent me. But they never, <laughs> like, they never state, like, I'm bisexual, I yes. like both sexes. It just, they happen to be attracted to your character. Yes. The best way I heard this That's is this they're player yeah. sexual. They're not yeah. bisexual, they're not pansexual. <laughs> they, they just want to fuck the main character. No, it, they... <laughs> It's there because uh, in a lot of cases, I think it's a case of partly because devs don't want to like um, have to create specific content for two different playthroughs. Sure. I think it helps, especially for long form games like Mass Effect. And I shouldn't say like Mass Effect. It helps because all the games are like 20 hours each. Sure. It helps for a game like Baldur's Gate 3, which is going to be 120 hours long. And then you're going to be like... Man, I have to play another 120 hours just because to I have like. Sex with that yeah, one. just yeah. because I like Gale and yeah. and last playthrough I like Shadowheart. Um, Are these horses? <laughs> <laughs> no, if you go into like Forgotten Elms or, or but um, so for Boyfriend Dungeon, I couldn't understand it because depending on how long the game is, not very long from the season. Or um, if it's just more of a convenience thing yeah. where you don't want to be locked out of like I. Don't like being locked out of certain romances in Kotar 2 or certain companions in sure. some cases just because I prefer playing female characters or especially in Kotar 2's case, a female character's canon. Well, with Mass Effect, the the thing is it's 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 gender binary in that in that it's male or female. That's what determines your relationships. It's not male and gay or female and gay or bisexual. Well, it's, no, it can. Yeah, but, but that's it's a narrative game. Yeah, they wrote those characters one way. They're like. It's not intended for it this works for Ma- too. Yeah, It Whatever. works for Mass Effect because yeah. they want you to replay it anyway. Right. So there's so many characters that yeah. are like, oh, now that I'm male and I haven't romanced anybody the first two games, now I can have a gay relationship with Cortez. Or finally. like that. Yeah. yeah. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> so in this game, uh, you, you meet a, a myriad of characters. Uh, the three main ones you meet, there's a Tolwar named uh, Sunder. Uh, you meet, uh, I believe her name Valeria, is that it? She's a dagger. Uh, you meet... Uh, your your fencing trainer, who's like a uh, a business businessman named Isaac, I believe his name is, uh, and then you have uh, other supporting characters. Like I said, you have your cousin who's trying to set you up on dates and kind of comes in during the main events of the game, be it the Fourth of July, your birthday, that kind of stuff. It's structured like Persona, except there isn't a strict day night cycle, or you have to do this then, you have to do this then. Yeah, it's very open, and that uh, if you have a date to go on, go on it. Uh, some events will trigger automatically, so it's just like, "Hey, come, come here," and you're like, "Okay." It's you're never right. a decision uh, of like one, raise my yeah, this, either or. Yeah, raise yeah. my this yeah. or work on that. So when you're in the dungeons, you between floors, you can swap your weapons out uh, and then build your affinity with with the different weapons with the different characters as you go through these dungeons, which are more or less the Persona dungeons. Uh, the first one is like a big mall that represents your fears. Uh, and then there's like the next one you go is like a, a, a nightclub under an actual nightclub, and you're just you're killing like an animate object. Yes, blade. It's uh... <laughs> boyfriend dungeon just goes yeah. down. Everybody's dancing. Chris Christopherson comes blowing yeah. through the wall like the Kool Aid Man. People are having a blood rave. Um, I miss funny, you, blade. So funny you should mention that. And spoilers, uh, real quickly for boyfriend dungeon is one of the characters is a literal vampire, a literal, literal vampire, 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 and. Uh, the of course he is though he's got long hair he's his shirt's always open right and by the description uh, that you've given to me not yeah. it's also like a metaphor because he's quote unquote sucking the life out of you. I, <laughs> 
So no, that's that's a different character. Oh, the vampire is not the bad guy. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I thought vampire was creepy. So there's so there's a and we'll get into this a little more later. There's a character who basically stalks you or is the villain of the game, and there's also an overarching plot in this game of someone trying to do something to these people who can become weapons. As you keep coming across damaged weapons in these dungeons, and it's like you wake them up, and it's like a person being like, "Oh fuck, I've been in here for a week." Like so, some something's happening. Someone's trying to fuck with the weapons, and you're pretty sure it's this creep. Uh, anyway, uh, the the characters run the gambit. Uh, I, I most recently found my favorite character so far is you find a guy, a guy named Seven who's a lightsaber, and he's just like from a really popular Korean boy band. But your character has no knowledge of this Korean boy band, so you're just like down to earth relationship, uh, and they're like clinically depressed. So they they hate everything. Uh, they they don't really want to do anything. You really have to get them to come out of their shell. Uh, and then they have their own problems going on in their industry where someone uh, a young up and comer is basically taking their spot and they have to deal with the fact that hey you know at a certain point pop stars you age out you become something else it you sounds gotta... like it has a lot more substance behind the whole band thing than like fucking cyberpunk when they're like what carries like hey you dumb broads <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah uh, like more of a more of like an industry dynamic like more like each of these characters when you dig into them uh have very unique backstories to themselves and have their own unique things going on uh, and the game is generally really well written in that those things are interesting. Because other games, when you're doing like Persona, for example, you're just trying to raise that fucking uh, level up. Sometimes you're just like, man, fuck, I do not care about this character's problems I think, necessarily. Yeah, I think... It, yeah. it, but that goes with any game, Yeah, right? but I think that yeah. always depends on the actual character that you're talking right. to. yes. Yeah, like uh, where, you, where you're, you know, when you're 14, you might not be so imposed to the story of the old man... Sure. Persona 5, right. as yes. opposed to, like, the cute girls. Or right. Well, like Final Fantasy X as an example is just, like, the characters you focus on the first time you play it, and then you get to the end and you realize, oh, Auron is a way deeper, more interesting, motivated character in this game than yeah. the subsequent playthroughs. Or when yeah. you're you're going through as a kid and you're like, Waka's just, like, a single-dimension racist. Yeah. And then yeah, <laughs> you grow up and you're like, oh, no, he's a well-developed former racist. Yes. <laughs> he's learning. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this game... Like, I wholly recommend it. It's very light, the dungeon mechanics. So, unfortunately, this game uh, came out the same day that Hades came out on, like, Xbox and oh, PlayStation. Yeah, like, like, and in terms blocked. of, like, fucking hack and slash, uh, that kind of roguelike, game, roguelite gameplay, it's you're not, not going to be fucking Hades. It's, Hades not, the, it's not even comparable. Yeah, so, of course, I downloaded and played Hades because it's also on Game Pass and then jumped into Boyfriend Dungeon and the action's like, oh, fuck. So, I've, I've found my best strategy is uh, make sure you're leveling up all the weapons equally. And then make sure you get items that boost your damage. So I got one that's like doubling damage for me and every enemy. So as long as I don't get hit playing like Contra style, I can waste bosses. I can waste these enemies. Yeah, and I yeah. found that's the best way to play the game personally. Uh, you come across like blueprints and upgrades, things you can craft. Hey, you've played RPGs before, right? Um, you can change your character at will. You can change their clothing. Their hat has a special perk on it. So those. So unfortunately, this hat I got is like a big weird cultist pope hat that I have to wear every time I go into a dungeon. But that's okay. Um... So the yeah, so this is a game that you know, it's it's made with a certain audience in mind to the point where when you fire up the game, it even asks you, "Hey, there's a character in this game called Mom and they're going to message you a whole bunch. Is that okay? Because we can just remove them from the game." So people are like, "Oh, okay." That sets a tone for the yeah, content. Yeah, that's very sensitive yes. player type. That's that's excru like that's excruciatingly being like, "Oh, we have a mom in this." Okay. So, fair enough. Good. You play the game. Yeah, God of War opens uh, with your mom fucking dead. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and you're burning your corpse. It will. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, in, this, in this game now, people are scrutinizing it for the things that it doesn't offer a trigger warning for. So now that they've offered this 
little piece at the beginning. They set now, the precedent. Every single thing that happens in this game is being criticized. Uh, for example, there's a very flippant scene of a suicide that's just like thrown away to the point where when I heard about it, I pointed at my ear. When I heard about it, I was like, okay, well, how flippant can it be? And then I got to the scene and I'm like, oh, you're in a club and you hear commotion outside and someone's just jumped off the roof and died. And then the character who's the owner of the club is like, I ain't got time for this. And he pimps away. And that's the end of the scene. So, like, if suicide is something that is triggering what's, to what's, you... What's the ESRB rating? I want to say it's M. So, if it's M and they advertised violence and disturbing themes... Again, I mean, it's, the characters are chibi and stuff outside of the, the dating scene. Right, parts, but if, right? You, so. if you've already established the ESRB rating is M for Mature, if you already laid out the facts that it has violence, disturbing it's, themes... It's only teen. It is only teen. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like so they're saying basically there should be more of a warning for this and then also this this character that ends up stalking you it's upsetting but it's meant to be this is not meant to be a likable character this is meant to be a piece of scum uh that probably ends up being the true villain of the game uh on top of some of the other things it deals with throughout obviously if, if it's dealing with uh, queer culture and stuff like that you have people who characters that bring that kind of stuff up or bring up their past and stuff like that and people are now basically just being like okay well Where's all the warnings for all the rest of this stuff? And it's just like, listen, give them a fucking break. Like, they're trying here. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I, then they feel, the developers feel bad because, well, we tried to do this for these people and now we have just let them down. Okay. Uh, I think you have to look at it like this. I can't speak from the perspective of people that might be triggered by such things sure. if they had a past events in life like that. At the same time, I've never heard of any book, movie, TV show, uh, video game prior to this that would advertise like hey by the way there's going to be a character that like yeah. texts you creepy sometimes and there's going to be a character that's implied that they fell off a like, roof. Like people were, were sending death threats to the voice actor of like, the villain it's so, on top of asking for that character to be removed from the game entirely. It, that's, that's absolutely ridiculous. Yes. Because it's artistic vision at that point. It's yeah, their you're game. You're asking to get rid yeah. of conflict for my yeah. game. Um, Make your own game. I guess is the bottom no, line it's, there. It's people being upset that their expectations were met. And the only reason that they're able to be vocal about this is because of the mom thing that you said earlier. Right. Or the fact that the game is is breaching those subjects, right? Yes, so, exactly. So there's no other video game besides like when COD said, by the way, you're going to shoot like like uh, <laughs> civilians, civilians yeah. in this level. There's no other game that's yeah, ever... That level, though. Yeah, yeah, there's no other game that ever really gave you, like, a heads up about such specific things. It would be like, hey, there's really graphic content, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, so in that regard, I think if you're going into a video game and you don't, and you're going in blind and you don't know what the story is going to be about, you have no right to be, ups, like, upset to the point of sending death threats. You don't have to like the content. There's plenty of stories that we don't like. Sure. And you don't even... And you can be triggered by it and be upset they didn't give you a heads up about it. But you can't send death threats, and I don't think, especially, you can complain to a dev about a creative vision. It's like, it's like me reading, uh, like the fucking that million pieces book about the dude getting over crystal meth, and I did like, and I thought it was about like, because the cover's cover uh, is a hand covered in sprinkles. Yeah. So what if I was just thinking it's like a donut book, and I'm a former crystal meth addict, and then I read it, oh, and fuck. I'm like, oh. Fuck! And I go and, like, yell yeah. at the guy because I'm like, how come you didn't give me a trigger warning? Like, it's a bit fucking ridiculous. It's, yes. Uh, at, so, 
in their regard, yes, they could put they could put a warning at the start of the game that says, hey, there are parts of this game that deal with X, Y, and Z to then expect them just like the mom thing. Because the mom thing is superfluous. It's just extra content. She doesn't show up in the game. She's just texting you messages. You can text back. Yeah, it's not even so much yeah. like a trigger. She's just giving one. you advice. You yeah. can either engage with the mom character or you can just. It's be like colder. it's like Pokemon at the beginning asking if you want to save just your like money. Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can let mom save your money or you can never talk to her again. But you can't delete her number out of your. I phone. don't know. I I, <laughs> I think uh, yeah. I think people gain complaining about it and gain super upset about it is complete ridiculousness. And I yes. hey, listen, I'm a member of the LGBT community. Like sure. Like I think my opinion fucking counts here, and I think like it's if I'm going into if I'm going to a piece of media that I do not know the story about, I have no right to go to the creator and be like, "How fucking dare you?" My, um, my, unless it's of course something completely offensive out of yes. the fucking blue. So, well, that's just like the suicide thing. Because if you were like like because that didn't need to be in the game. If there's a point to a suicide scene, but by, by all means, go ahead and do it. It's very flippant. I understand that. But my whole thing is, you have someone who's trying, and there's not many yeah, developers that are trying. And if if this is the reaction, if they can't stick their neck out and try to make something like this, oh, well, they're just not going to make yeah, it. We'll go back to making tower defense games yes. for mobile phones. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Which is perfectly lucrative and doesn't have anything to say. This is a game that wants to deal with some themes. Yeah, let's go back to making half-naked orcs on, uh, yeah, on World of Warcraft. Yeah, on yeah. Raid Shadow Legends. Hey, why is, don't bring Raid Shadow Legends into this. <laughs> We're this close to a sponsorship, Dan. Uh, hey, you can level up now. Uh, Raid, Raid Shadow Legends. Uh, so, very good game. I'm enjoying it. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about the characters. I'm thinking about seeing what comes next. Uh, I know there's going to be some twists, obviously. I'm only ha- I'm about halfway through the relationship with everybody, and I can see in multiple cases there's... Probably something that fucking happens with this character or whatever. Yeah. But the the game is written cleverly that you yourself can be flippant to situations. So the vampire and his goth friend are making this big deal that he's going to tell. Because you've been like seeing him here and there. You've been dancing at the club. Uh, just kind of platonic friends at this point. But he's like, he's he's real troubled that he's going to tell you. that. So me as a player, I'm like, what is this guy? Is he a drug addict? What is, that's what I was thinking the whole time. The way he was describing... Or the way it would be mentioned, I'm like, is he? What, this guy got like a cocaine habit? What's going on? And then it's revealed that no, he is 200 years old and he's a literal vampire. And I laughed out loud at that. <laughs> and then he's all like, he's all like puppy dog guy. Like he's sad about it. And I'm just like acting like it doesn't. Like who cares? Which is super funny that the game lets you take a course like that, and then you can just keep doing that. So like the fact that he's a vampire, it's not a big deal. It's either. not a big deal. And I think that's that's interesting in that that's how the game breaches. All of those kind of things. You meet a, uh, a non-binary character, for example. Uh, they just mention that at the beginning of the relationship. And after that, it's not really a part of their character. What is a part of their character is they are very naive. They don't know how to cook. Uh, and they are, uh, you know, someone you can then hang out with. They're a glaive. They turn into a big spear. I haven't used them in the dungeon yeah. yet. Uh, you come across a pair of brass knuckles with spikes on it. And it's a cat. <laughs> and then the cat leaves. And then the owner of the cat, because you put your number and thing, messages you and you're like, hey, if you ever want to hang out with my cat, let me know and I'll let him out. And then you can like go on dates with the cat, but you're just like hanging out with a cat, like yeah, going yeah. to the park. And it's it's good, uh, and I think people should uh, should give it a shot. Like I said, it, they're they're going for it. They're they're breaching these subjects. They're trying to make the game interesting in a world where they can actually use the that kind of storytelling and people are throwing it back in their face. Yeah, if if, and if, it's, if we really want the inclusiveness that we always strive for. Yes. There's um, gonna be stumbles along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Not and not just that, that can't be the reaction that we give to no, such a thing. We yeah. have to be like 
if you are upset about that, um, and I can't understand in some cases if you are, you it should, should be constructive. It yeah, should be definitely. You should be like, you <laughs> yeah. should be like, hey, like blah blah blah. Yeah. In the case of the in, in the case of being uh, surprised to the point of offense about a character who's kind of creepy through text messages, of a villain doing villainous things. But yeah, but a bad guy doing bad guy things. I, I don't agree with that personally. I, no. I, I I I can't see where you're coming from with that. But. It's, it's almost like a weird credit to the game that they've written this character, and the way the character interacts with you most of the time is via text message, uh, which makes it a little more personal, makes it a little more intrusive, because when people are dealing with situations like this, it's usually in that same way, is the way I saw it. It's just yeah. like, this guy's sending you like predatory text messages, and you no matter how many times you tell him to fuck off, uh, at a certain point, why wouldn't you just block this person's number? You don't have a reason to interface with them or whatever. Uh, whatever, I... Uh, I say play boyfriend dungeon. It's okay. The, the the dating parts and the the writing is fantastic. The dungeon part is fine as long as you try to break it by leveling up your character and weapons and finding something that works for you. All the different weapons, of course, have different combos and it's very simplified. Uh, and I like it. I like that game. Uh, Yakuza Three, otherwise, is heating up. Been playing the hell out of that. Uh, Hades. I don't know why I never did this on Switch, but I put the dodge button on the shoulder, so now I can do like a weird. One of these. I'm doing an obscene hand gesture right now. Uh, which allows me to do dash attacks over and over again. Because I'm just pinching the controller over and over again. Way more efficient. I don't know why. Because in on the Switch, where I was playing it, I just had it mapped to B. So every time I wanted to dodge, I had to lift my thumb off to push the dodge. And then go back to the attack button. And then your hand would fucking cramp up. And you'd feel like an idiot. That's my story. I'm yeah. sticking to it. Hades, uh, baby. Reed, what have you been playing? Uh, what have I been playing? So I finished Baldur's Gate 3 Early Access. I think I talked about that. I mm -hmm. said all I think. Yeah. So besides that, I pretty much moved on to trying to figure out what the fuck next to play. Nothing in particular. Dabbled back into some Witcher 3. Um, just, it's it's crazy how... How do you play Witcher 3 again? How do, like, how do you how do you do it? What do you mean? Well, because, like, I've, I've played just the opening. Of it. To the point where you fight the griffin and then you're moving on to the oh, next that's area. It? And then I've gone to the next area and did the thing where he's in the bathtub and stuff like that. I'm like, I'll get to the bathtub scene and I'll quit. Uh, but I imagine if you, after that, put another 390 hours into that game, how do you play that game again? No, I have about 100 hours in my first playthrough of the game. Um, and that's because it's so well fucking written, Lee. Are you doing just side content or that's you beelining the main story? No, it's mostly doing side content. I'm going to do the main story, but it's yeah. mostly doing everything. I'm not going in with any particular plan in mind. Um, it's very easy to play that game because of how well written it is and how rich the world is because of the books that were written. Right. Uh, such a unique universe steeped in Polish folklore. And because of that, all the creatures are so unique and fun the countless beastry entries just to read. But yeah, it's mostly all the just amazing side stories to re-experience, essentially try out different things I didn't do the first time. Yeah. In my 100-hour playthrough, I only did about half the side quests. So it doesn't have that... Or is it just that you haven't played it as much of, say, a Skyrim, where yes. the first time you play Skyrim, it seems huge, and there's a million things to do. The 100th time you play Skyrim... You kind of know... What I'm going to be doing. What you're going to be doing, yes, and yes. it kind of ruins yeah, your playthrough. It's not yeah. like that in Witcher at all. Um, like, there's a bunch of big things I didn't do in my first playthrough. I didn't uh, basically decide the fate of the free city of Novigrad, which is a big thing. So, I mean, you got it. Yeah, yeah I got it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the game's just so well written, especially those DLCs. Heart of Stone, the, the villain, yeah. it is so well done. It's just a joy to experience again. It's, it's a lot like playing a Final Fantasy in that sense. You're not really going to be doing anything particularly different that you didn't yeah. do your last playthrough of Final Fantasy. 
but you'd enjoy it all the same. Like, you love playing Final Fantasy IX. Could they not just do a story of the Monster of the Week version of Witcher? Like, do they have to do the overarching story? Of the books? Oh, not the books, or just of the game. Can you just make a, a, a this like, like a video game? Witcher Chronicles, and it's a co-op. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I And that that's what everybody expects Witcher 4 to be. Witcher 3 almost... Completes the almost f- narrative. F- yeah. it, not the narrative, but it almost fully completes Geralt's story in general. Sure. Like, they leave him in a nice place. He's like, no, Geralt saved Ciri. He saved the world. He saved the elves' Spoilers, world. Man, geez. Uh... He's in Tuscan, which is the Blood and Wine DLC. Yeah, Italy. Yeah. Uh, he has a winery now. He's hanging out with whoever he romanced. Okay. And Ciri is now like either a witcher or she's the empress of um, Nilfgaard. So everything's hunky-dory, and they pretty much have concluded, like, that's it for Geralt. What everybody speculates in Witcher 4 is what pretty much what everybody wants at this point, which is let me make my own witcher. Yeah. Let me go out there. So I'm First a... person, just like Cyberpunk. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean... <laughs> Um, and then people are like, oh, and do it during, like, the height of the Witchers. Because when you're playing as Geralt, that's pretty much when right. all of them have died down. Geralt's now, careful. Because when Star Wars, uh, before they got into the prequel nonsense, it was, and, and Old Republic and stuff like that, it was like, oh, show us the Jedi at the height of the Jedi. And that's a double-edged lightsaber, as it were, in that you have KOTOR, which is, oh, that's what we asked for. And then you have the Star Wars prequels, where you're like... Well, now you made them dumbasses. No, it's different. Because there is a reason the Witchers disappear, right? It's dip. It's dip. It's because uh, humans got better at killing, killing monsters, monsters themselves. They just and, didn't need them. And yeah. yeah, it's and people are like, man, we should stop giving kids to Witchers because they're just not particularly yeah. needed. When Witchers came into, okay, like, hold on. That's why it would be such a good game. <laughs> that's why it'd be such a good game because uh, what people happened? offer kids to Witchers to become Witchers. Yes. As payment, or just like every, it's like the. It's games. a really gritty, worldly. Like yeah. lots of people are just like, I fucking can't have a kid right now. Yeah. Here, Witcher. Here, like, yeah. see what you can do with them. And lots of times, Witchers go out and recruit kids. They'll buy them. Okay. Um. Or they'll get to uh, oral agreements with someone, which yes. results in them. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, the Accidentally. Of, the law of surprise and stuff like that. Even yeah. though the show did a really shit job of explaining that. It sure did. Yeah. Um, it did a shit job of explaining a lot of things. I would love to have a dumb Witcher Netflix thing. Anyway. Um, but yeah, the, the height of the Witchers is precisely because it's called the conjunction of spheres. For the longest time, the human world was separated from the world that they're on right now. Okay. Well, they're on right now was only populated by elves at the time. The thing okay. happened called the conjunction of spheres, where just like tons of worlds went to this elf world. Basically, a bunch of portals opened up. Okay. So humans came in. Yeah, and not they just, just walked through the portal. Like, there's no like solid evidence of exactly what happened. They could have been like flung there or whatever, right? Yeah. But humans showed up. Dwarves showed up. But most importantly, like stegas, drowners, uh, ghouls. Okay. Wraiths, like so, Stranger Things. Yeah, so and then they all started <laughs> like fucking killing humans and elves yeah. everywhere, and then humans became racist against elves. So prior like to that, elves were living alone. Yes, and presu- there were no monsters. Presumably, yes. Okay, uh, because elves possessed um, uh, portal dimension hopping abilities. Essentially, okay. is there a, is there a ever a root cause of who opened these portals? And no, why? It, it's just like there's okay. just a thing happened called the j- conjunction of spheres and a bunch of worlds people overlapped. Yeah, and they're all mixed together. Yeah, so that's what happened. And then humans are like, oh fuck, what do we do? Like we pissed off the elves too much, they won't help us, and all these monsters are fucking their shit up. So they made witchers, but like I the think elves made the witchers. No, humans did. Okay. Um, but I think it's implied. I think. I don't know for sure, man. There's probably some Witcher expert listening to this being like, yeah. um, 
But it's implied that, like, by the time all the witchers were out there killing monsters, that they already started building up the big cities and establishing armies. Okay. So it wasn't, like... Like they're like catches catch can yeah it was like okay like like witchers are here but you guys aren't really needed that much anymore so they started dying out so at at a certain point they started disliking witchers because of like the black magic and shit like that yeah because they're racist because everybody's racist in the witcher no I shouldn't say racist against the people they created no like they don't know any about that it's been hundreds and hundreds they didn't read Geralt is Geralt's old as fuck dude he's like two hundred Geralt's a vampire Uh, vampire there's lots of vampires in Witcher as well um. Werewolves and shit. Yeah, but it's... No, it's more of just a thing of, like... Like, witchers haven't been necessary for the longest time, and they're, like, made out of... Made out of made out of monster shit, yeah. and, like, they're just like, oh, you're... It's yeah. like X-Men. You're fucking filthy muties. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey, well, that's... Even, like, it's hard... It, it's hard to, uh, I guess, imagine that kind of, like, racism, because it's so... Unfil- like it, there, we don't have mutants or right, but if yeah, if you're you're saying like, hey, this guy just blew in town and his whole deal is is killing monsters for money and he's got like he he's, his eyes go different colors, right? But the the rumors always for witchers have been surrounding them are like they're part monster, they right. have no emotion, so they don't sure. give a fuck about humans. Yeah. So like in there, like I said, it's we can't even imagine it because like it, it's like someone coming up to us and he's like, hey, I'm. They're now lumped in with the very monsters they were created to destroy. Yeah, like yeah. it's like a it's like if King Shark was a dick. <laughs> like like an asshole? Or wait, hold on. <laughs> like a uh, 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 someone frustrating to deal with or like a, li- a literal dick? Because no, he's pretty close as a shark. Yeah, I guess if he was like... <laughs> yeah, like I don't know how to describe... Yeah, like, That's like some second I've all, I've asked myself many times playing Witcher 3, why do people hate Geralt? Like he hasn't yeah. done anything bad and it's just like, well, people just, they don't like mutants. Like, yeah. Okay, fair. It's it's like fair if enough. we had elves, you guarantee like you and me would not be able to imagine us hating elves if they lived in real life. But you know, there's people are like fuck elves, <laughs> like <laughs> they don't fucking work. Or you <laughs> fucking losers hating people for wearing masks. Yes, exactly, exactly. Uh, okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, uh, and then you you fired up. So I uh, have it in the news here. Cyberpunk 2077 patch 1.3 is here. Oh my god! It includes free DLC and fixes for nearly 100 quests. Yeah, but, like, there's such ultra-specific things. It's like, oh, person won't turn their head during a conversation. It's like... That's one of 100 fixes? But (laughs) there's such ultra-specific fixes that no one's really going to encounter or be bothered with in any playthrough. It's it's not fixing, like... Like, LAPD won't fucking spawn in front of your face. And it's not fixing, like... um, Like, cars drive, like, normal fucking cars now. And it's not fixing, like... (laughs) It's it's not fixing like these bare essentials like guns disappearing and uh, some guy like tweeted yesterday he's just like I tweeted at the uh, the head whatever and he's just like I asked them why it took them eight months to fix the zoom on the mini map and he was just immediately blocked for asking that question yeah or like it's uh, been eight months and they now just added a button so you can mass craft components as opposed to having crafting one by one by one when you need two thousand. Yes. Like, it's... <laughs> they didn't think that would be... That, they didn't like, think that would they did up. not think about that. Like, it's <laughs> fucking elementary. I remember... Call that a quality of life Yeah, change. I remember yeah. reading on the thread regarding the patch notes, someone said that uh, a lot of the devs were saying in, like, Jason Schreier interviews, sure. this game was supposed to come out in 2023 or 2022. 2027. <laughs> 2027. 2022 or 2020, uh, 2023. When yeah. it came out in 2020. Yeah. yeah, and you believe like, it. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I absolutely can believe it. I believe that there is a lot of 
extra quests relating to the to the romances left on the cutting board. Yeah. I believe there is like so much fucking writing here left on the table. And then at the end of the day, it doesn't even matter. Because if you fix all those issues and you make the side quests better, yeah. you're still fucking dying of cyber cancer ten hours into the goddamn game. <laughs> and I was I was trying to like because someone's like, oh well Witcher 3 had that, you're trying to find Siri. Or like Fallout 4, you're trying to find your kid. Yeah. But it's not like because you know at any point Siri is not dead, and you know that your kid's not dead, otherwise he wouldn't have been kidnapped. They're not in it's not like a perilous fuck me situation, whereas in Cyberpunk they're like, two weeks you're dead. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm gonna leave Takamura waiting at the fucking Okay, I'm gonna sleep in my bed for two weeks and see if I die. Yeah, and, and, and you, don't. you don't. And it's uh, it's it's a different kind of pressure on the player, and right. I think it's complete unnecessary pressure. It's not like Majora's Mask either. Especially when the game has a finite ending. The game, the, the narrative of the game ends, and usually with the death of the player. Yeah, and like yeah. where I wanted the like you cure bees thing, and then you yeah. can play Night City. Hey, and you di- hey, you did it! You did You're it! Fine. Like yeah. now you can really have fun in Night City, the most fun world that we've ever built, and yeah. it's like, no, the uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's a it's a narrative choice. It was their choice, and other games have done it. Red Dead Two comes to mind, where just a certain point in the game, you're just like, you got TB now. Good luck with that. Um, but you don't die of TB in that game. You die of a, a horrible. Oh, yes, 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 yeah. yeah. So like yeah. that's what I was saying to my girlfriend Maggie when she was like, um, she's like, well, Red Dead Two, like you're dying. I'm like, yeah, yeah. in the last ten hours, the and first seventy hours, you get to. Oh fuck, yeah. Also, get, that's not what kills you. Ultimately, yeah. it just yeah. makes you sick. It makes, but, yeah. makes Arthur have a, turn, a change yeah, of character. And it's, yeah, it's dedicated for his character and his yeah. development, whereas this felt like like they were thinking of a plot and this felt like a cool yeah. idea to put, and it completely clashes with the whole idea of explore and have fun in Night yeah. City. The, Wait, have you ever talked to a cancer patient? They don't have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going around doing like uh, side jobs and quests. Yeah, or, uh, they're not like they're not going. Like, I'm going to Night yeah. City and solve around. solve a murder. Yeah, <laughs> that's not usually what they're the first. You're like, God damn, I gotta go do some chemo yeah. or something. Fuck, man, <laughs> I don't got time for this. Yeah. I ain't got time to have brain sex on the on the street. Yes, uh, incredible. Uh, I was just thinking, in terms of the Red Dead Two narrative, and we've talked about Red Dead Two to death, obviously. Uh, but the the change of heart of Arthur Morgan's character never rises above when he throws the German guy out of the camp. When he throws the the de- the loan shark the the loan collector, when he comes back to camp and he he sees what because that guy's giving you missions to go collect money, right. and on one of those missions is when Arthur gets tuberculosis. At a certain point in the game, he like has that change of heart, and it's very subtle. But the next time you go back to camp. He grabs that guy's shit and he throws him out of camp. And he says, you're fucking out of here. And that's the only fucking guy he does that to. He The whole time he's like talking shit about Micah and he's talking about yeah. to Dutch that like, hey, blah, blah, blah. But the only guy he really takes umbrage with to the point of actually tossing them out of camp doing or something to kill about, him is yeah. that guy. Uh, and that to me is like, that's the height. Everything after that is like Arthur fucking up. Like he's trying his best while he's dying. Anyway... Uh, maybe a better game than Cyberpunk. Let's talk. No, about- I think we complain enough about the whole Micah situation because in, yeah. in no realistic terms would anybody have ever dealt with that shit, especially yeah. an outlaw group like that. Would have just shot Micah in the fucking head while he slept. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Plenty of other characters get shot in the head for, for with little or no Like, fanfare. literally be like, shoot him in the head and be like, oh, a bandit's came. Yeah, fuck. I stole our oxen and shot Micah in the head. Yeah, guess we won't listen to a complete fucking idiot. Oh, they left idiot a note. This was definitely not Arthur yeah. Morgan. Yeah, and the absolute, <laughs> like, and the complete lack of logic and Dutch's character and everything else. I mean, he's got, it. like, brain damage, though, right? Like, that's uh, that's underlined in the, in the scene in Saint-Denis or whatever, when they crash the wagon. He's, like, completely fucked up. And you're like, oh, he's, like, concussed or fucked up. And, like, after that is when he starts making the real bad choices. Oh, I... Eh, it's I, really weird to do major things like that in a game subtly when the game is 60 hours. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like, there's no scene where Arthur's like, oh, I, I ain't Dutch. Dutch has got the brain damage. Yeah. <laughs> he, fucking, he fucking hit his head on the wagon. Well, well, they don't know about that that kind of shit. Well, I know. Like, I'm just saying, like, you need something. Oh, they got his bell rung when that, uh, that fucking wagon rolled over. Oh, I think he has CTE. Yeah. <laughs> Gone yes. forever, Aaron Hernandez. Get, get you a cat scan. <laughs> uh, it's true. That's that's what happens in that game. Yeah, uh, I I know. I I have enough complaints about that shit. Call of Duty. Going back to World War II, <laughs> where no first-person shooter has gone before. <laughs> new, they're breaking brand the new, new girl. <laughs> the only what has there been an African campaign? Yes. Which yeah. one? Yeah, uh, Call of Duty Two comes to mind. That there's a part in Egypt in that game. Uh, yeah, well, a part, but yeah. like, I, I'm oh, you mean to... just Africa? Yeah, the Sniper Elite Three, baby. Uh, yeah, that one's in there a lot. There, there, there has to be in, in maybe. But like, seriously, or... like, what is there left to do with World War Two? Well, we talked about it last week, and it was play as the bad guys, and everybody thought that was a bad idea. So uh... it is a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a horrible idea. Uh, so this will take place in North Africa, the Eastern Front, the Western Front, and the Pacific. So everywhere. Uh, so uh, it's more Call of Duty. Like, what does Call of Duty have left to do with World War Two? What? Well, what's what's the alternative? What what should they do? And the and our answer would be well, advanced warfare and like those games was but like people are going sci-fi too much where people weren't like they. That's not why they play Call of Duty. Make a different game and call it. Space duty. Or okay. All right, then yeah. do uh, oh, do what nobody has really done. Like early two thousands desert warfare. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you mean like 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 set in a in non fictional world though? Like, sure. Like if you don't want to offend anybody, because, the, because those games fucking exist. There's Arma and there's stuff like that you can go play. That's more of a sim, more based in reality. Call of Duty's like Call of Duty uh, Four. Just yeah. do that shit like a bit but they, earlier but in they, the time. But they made three. They made three of those, and then they made a re, they rebooted it. Right, but that was like late two thousand tens ish shit. Do like do like yeah. early do late nineties. Do late nineties. If, if you're thinking if you're thinking of that as the height height, then what we're actually saying is the setting doesn't matter. Tell a good story because the one thing that Modern Warfare four or Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare, and then Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3 had was they did that arcing story that people were... People liked the characters in those games. Yeah. Soap, McTavish, etc. Yeah. Uh, they, want to, they want to see what happens to those characters and that then the set-piece moments, like the sniping thing in, in 4, or when you're laying there dying and you shoot the guy at the end and shit Yeah, like they that. mean something. Uh, when that bomb goes off and you're just a random soldier that just gets to see his fucking face melt off. Uh, that's the stuff people remember, like really remember from, from the series. And I don't think, other than Advanced Warfare, when you're throwing Kevin Spacey out that fucking... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, then you, really, you don't really think of those moments anymore. So when you're like, okay, set something in World War II, fine. Tell a fictional story Man, that's... I might have played the Modern Warfare 2 campaign like 10 times, I think. Wow. 
It's very underrated. The, the only thing I specifically remember about that game is when you're defending that cabin. You're like downloading something, and that's when uh, we all get murdered at the end of that mission. I think. Yeah, like, yeah. Ghost gets murdered or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you're defending that cabin, and guys are just like coming in. You're like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, and I loved uh, um, the the. It had a very unique um, Russia invades yes. America yeah. um, storyline. There were clear bad guys. There was a really clear plot of what they were trying to do, and you were trying to stop. Yeah, them. and you get to pl- and yeah. the American side was so fun because you get to play as Ramirez, and you get to play with Keith David, and Keith David was just constantly on Ramirez, get on that turret, Ramirez, Ramirez, get that rocket launcher, <laughs> and then do yourself, and then you die alongside Keith David, and it's really good, and it's like that's yeah, that's what Call of Duty's when it knows what it's doing good, yeah. Um, which is that nice. The, that was the height. Uh, yeah. And those guys are now making uh, Titanfall and Apex and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, Titanfall so is the best. It's pretty fucking tight. Uh, so Warzone will benefit from some anti-cheat systems that they will be implementing coming with Vanguard. Uh, apparently Call of Duty is a game very much still people are aimbotting. Okay, and okay. I could, I could kind of get the whole we have modern weapons and now we have 80s weapons because it's like, you know, how much can weapons improve at that point? <laughs> But when you're going to have fucking World War II weapons, which are entirely prone to jamming, sure. you need dudes to piss on it to stop it from overheating, and it's like a two-man gunner crew just for a fucking light machine gun. Compared one to guy mo- to shoot the gun, one yeah, guy to piss on it? Compared to fucking precision <laughs> airstrikes yeah. and, and like modern light machine guns and tactical rifles sure. and assault rifles, how do you put that in the same Battle Royale game? They're going to. Uh, how do you balance it and make it make sense? You don't. You yeah. have an AK-47 like, versus wh- like, a... Yeah. yeah, how is this M1 Garand? Great gun for the time. Yeah. Great noise. Yeah, yeah. great noise. <laughs> <laughs> how is it possibly compared to the modern DMR? Well, that that like, should just be it. It's like the rate of fire and the power. Should You should just rip that per- person in half. But if they want to use the Garand and get that headshot on you, well, then you look like a fucking idiot. Yeah, I, I Someone's guess. grandpa from 60 years ago just Yeah, I you. guess. It's just I don't yeah. understand how... Cause I mean, we both know what they're going to do. The M1 Garand is just going to be in there, and it's just going to have comparable Well, then they already do this with... Well, they did Cold War, right? Right. They, well, that's like... That late, didn't break the That's formula. like 80s. Yeah. So it can kind of be excused. I don't know. It's kind of... Why not just have all the guns in your gun game, right? From a kayfabe perspective. Okay. Well, if it's kayfabe we're worried about, then you're playing the wrong fucking game. I guess, I guess so, but uh, like, it bothers me nonetheless. They did a Pokemon Direct. We're going to run a couple minutes long here. Uh, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. They're going to get their own Nintendo Switch Lite that is modeled after the DS system, which I had. I had that one. The, the Dalgia and Palkia. Uh, I will say this about Pokemon, uh, the remakes, and uh, Legends Arceus. They look way better than the last time they showed them. I don't know if you watched the trailers or saw side by I side. I haven't seen the uh, stuff. No. But it's very clear that since showing them and taking some criticisms that, hey, uh, this chibi style, eh, not doing it for me. Hey, Legends looks like it, it's running like shit. Uh, it's looking way better now on top of uh, Legends just looking pretty fucking hype, man. Uh, so, yeah, it's open world. You throw balls at Pokemon. It, it looks yeah. like the most interest I've had in Pokemon in a while. It, yeah. From the non-competitive thing, because I'm always into competitive Pokemon. Yes. Um, but this is going to be the game that's going to really like be like, hey, Reed, remember single-player Pokemon? Remember yeah. giving a shit about that? Here, it's, try it's, it. It's the thing we've asked for. Yeah. It's, hey, make another RPG, but like mix up the, the formula. Yeah, like make it open yeah. world, let me do some shit. Seamless battle transition I'm very excited yeah. about from just... Pure well, they've, they've reworked the numbers, right? So we see that now there's agile and strong stance uh, versions of each move, and there's a turn order based on your like speed and what kind of attacks you're using. Yeah, it, it, it gives uh, it a little spice, which yeah. I found nice. And, which a little I bit of spice, nice. found nice, yeah. yeah. Right. 
and the poet. You didn't yeah, know. and I I expect like 150 available Pokemon, a, a mix of all the generations. It's, you know, they've shown a lot. Like if you actually just like break down the trailer and you're like, okay, we see at least an evolved form. So if we see Crobat. Chances are. It's right, but that. it's like, yeah. I don't want to make my expectations and be like, they're going to have 700 Pokemon in here. No, I think they're going to have like 150, kind of like XD, Gale of Darkness, sure. or Coliseum, how yeah. there's very select Pokemon. Hey, they can always add them later, Yeah, uh, as they've shown. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Pokemon just... Snap even did that. Like, who was expecting Pokemon Snap to be like, hey, free DLC with a bunch of new courses, and we added more Pokemon to yeah. it. Like, no one well, the them. Sword and Shield DLC is not free, but... No, no, no. But the Pokemon, the po- update for the Pokedex is so people can trade you Pokemon that now. Exists. I've been thinking about playing some competitive Pokemon. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> feeling that itch. Yeah. Uh, Grand Theft Auto, not six, but in fact three. Vice City and San Andreas will be remastered, uh, reportedly in development now. So, sure. Uh, it will be a mix of old and new graphics, I'm told. The Black Panther is in Marvel's Avengers. It's why here. Aren't, why aren't you playing that now? Yeah, it's here. It's only it's only a year late. It's here. <laughs> this fucking article that was written uh, by this motherfucker who every time there's an Avengers story, it's him. Uh, he's talking about how the cool thing about Black Panther is uh, his intrinsic ability is you let him get hit. And it's like, I guess that's Black Panther's gimmick that you just like let him take an ass kicking so you can shoot out purple waves or whatever uh finally next week at gamescom we might learn about the new saints row i know you don't give a shit about saints nope. row uh but i am very excited like i don't understand how you can be like borderlands bad humor saints row good humor uh <laughs> yes yeah 100 percent. no it's the it's the same it's it's not it's, it's, it's so cold. not saints so row insane. is also just a bunch of dick jokes and shit L- like, listen if we're if we're saying one is jackass and one is uh super troopers then i'll agree with you i do like one over the other and i'll let you decide which uh, like I will admit, humor bro, aside, there is a niche open for someone to launch a competitor to GTA Five. Right? Sure, I competitors a fucking big stretch, an alternative. How about that? Yes, sure, yes, yes. It, the the TNA to GTA's WWE, if you will. Hey, that's not even that bad of a thing to say anymore, you know. <laughs> uh, but Saints Row does things that GTA doesn't. For one, it knows it's a video game and has fun. Uh, so that's something you can definitely not say yeah. about GTA most of the time. Yep. Uh, Fortnite is uh, stealing again. Uh, they've added an imposters mode, which is basically just Among Us. Uh, and Among Us. <laughs> this uh, this dropped around the same time as the boyfriend dungeon thing, so it was a bad day for indie devs. Even though Among Us, I think, has made a ton of fucking cash uh, to this point. So, other than that, Reed, let's leave it on this note for the day that Skyrim will get. Another release. <laughs> the anniversary edition is coming oh, this November. And I clarified what exactly it is. It's literally just special edition. Like, they're not okay. even upgrading any graphics yes. or anything. But they're, if you pay for the upgrade, you get the fishing. It's not just the fishing. You get, like, 500 stuff from the Creation Club, which okay. is, like, when people make mods, yeah, Bethesda officially... Official, like, gives them the thumbs up. Yeah, and no. they sell it. So it's, it's, it's literally special edition. It's not even increased, like, as far as frames per second is sure they've taken special edition oh you're finally awake yeah put it on a disc (laughs) and then they just authorized on the disc that you have access to every creation club content okay so it's it's a if they're selling for 20 bucks on sale it sounds like it might be worth it because all the creation con uh, creation club content might be worth 50 bucks also you can buy a version of skyrim that says ps5 on the box sure if that's what you want yeah if you just want to cross fucking three generations (laughs) (laughs) holy shit has any other game went across three gen like Yes, I'm not talking GTA Five. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I guess I shouldn't say like 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 remasters, but like this is like legitimately like the same fucking game. It's the same game. GTA Five is the other answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's got to be more. There's well, is be it more. gaining? A, is it gaining an official PS Five release? GTA. Yeah, later this year. 
Oh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, we got to wrap up. Lee at Tiskeisberg is, uh, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, that's my email address, right? I don't know. I think so. You can send us questions and topics there at Iceberg Podcast is us on Twitter. Listen, uh, stay tuned this weekend as we might do a commentary for AEW Rampage as part of a Sultans of Slam bonus round. So look forward to that for myself, Lee, and for Reed. Thanks for signing up. Goodbye.